Greetings and good day to you all. We pray that we found you well and the Spirit of God moving greatly in your life. Amen. As we continue this series on the gumbo faith, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. At last account, we've added two faith ingredients to our pot of gumbo, the blind faith of Samson and the death-defying faith of Rahab. In today's addition to the gumbo pot, we will attempt to show you the disobedient actions of one of God's chosen and the subsequent consequences for that disobedient behavior. So today, if you don't mind, we want to speak to you about the fleeing faith of Jonah. Our series scripture is Romans 12 and 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Our main scripture can be found in Jonah 1, 1 through 17, but I'll start with Jonah 1, verses 1 through 3, and the rest of the verses will be sprinkled throughout the teaching. Our main scripture reads as follows. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. In the text, we see God having a dialogue with Jonah. God proceeds in asking Jonah to go to the great city of Nineveh to preach to the people because their wickedness had come up before God. Can I say this to you? It's an honor when God is speaking to you to carry out an assignment for him. God was speaking to Jonah. Jonah heard God loud and clearly. Go to the city of Nineveh for me and say this to them for me. That was God's request of Jonah. But do you know sometimes people hear God's request loud and clearly, but they have other plans outside of God's. In this instance, Jonah, as we read in scripture, because of his stubbornness and obviously him not feeling like it or for his own selfish reasons, he rebelled and disobeyed God. He decided to flee from the assignment that God had given him, but it was obvious he didn't feel like doing it. Please allow me to say this to you. Your faith is not about your feelings, how you feel, or what you feel about what God is asking you to do. Because there are going to be many times God will ask you to do something that you don't feel like doing. Can I ask you this simple question? Do you think Jesus felt like hanging on that old rugged cross for your and my sins? As we read further in the text, Jonah became angry at God's compassion for the people of Nineveh because how he felt about the people. So I say to you, don't let your feelings guide your faith because your faith can't be feeling based. It has to be Christ based and God led. In the text, the fleet footed fleeing faith of Jonah prompted him to try to flee and hide from God. God's will for Jonah was to go to Nineveh. Jonah's will for himself was to do what he willed and wanted and that was to go in the opposite direction, fleeing God's request and doing something opposite of it. But trust me, we will see that's not a good idea and more than not, the wrong thing to do. Put your will over God's, ignore his request or assignment that he has taken time to give you, not only in Jonah's case, but also for you and me. The Bible says Jonah went down to Joppa, and as we keep reading, there's a reoccurring word and theme here, and the word is down. As I look at the scriptures, the word down appears seven times. 
And we all know what the number seven in the Bible is synonymous with. It's the number of completion. And when we look at it as it pertains to Jonah, it is significant. Here's a step-by-step scriptural passage, a tour, if you don't mind, of the downward spiral as a consequence of Jonah's fleeing from God's assignment. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. Those were the commands or assignment given to Jonah by God. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarnish. He went down to Joppa, Jonah 1 and 3. That's his first step down, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard, stepping down onto the ship and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. That's Jonah 1 and 3 also. That's his second step down. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. And such a violent storm aroused that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he laid down and fell into a deep sleep. Jonah 1 and 5. That's the third step down. We see in just a few verses of scripture that Jonah has gone down on three different occasions. No, anytime you flee from God. Your only course of action will be going down. As we continue in verse 6, the captain goes down below, finds Jonah asleep. He then asks Jonah to cry out to his God. The sailors decide to cast a lot to see who has caused the calamity in their lives, and the lot fell on Jonah. When Jonah tells the sailors he's a Hebrew and he worships the Lord, the God of heavens, who made the sea and the land, verse 9, this terrified them, and they asked Jonah, what have you done? They knew he was running from the Lord because he had already told them. That's verse 10. So they held Jonah responsible. So Jonah says, pick me up and throw me into the sea. He replied, and it will calm. I know it is my fault that the great storm has come upon us. That's verse 12. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard down into the sea. That's verse 15. But that's Jonah's fourth step down. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah. Down into a great fish's mouth, Jonah 1 and 17, that's his fifth step down. Jonah then proceeds to go down into the fish's belly where he remained for three days. That's six steps down. And then the fish takes him down to the bottom of the sea, Jonah 2 and 6. That's seven steps down. We see where the fleeing faith of Jonah has landed him down at the bottom of the sea and inside a great fish's mouth. We heard of what God asked of Jonah. But it went in one ear and out the other because Jonah had his own plans in mind, all due to him not feeling or agreeing with what God had asked of him. Jonah thinking Jonah knowing best and God not knowing what was best for his life. I say to you, please don't get to a point where you think you know best and God has no clue what he's doing in your life. Jonah knowing best has caused calamity in his life, fleeing from God. Because God asked him to do something he didn't feel like doing. He deemed unfit or unworthy of his time, effort, or his voice. That's what caused Jonah to go in the opposite direction. But we can see there are dire consequences in the downward course and downward spiral Jonah's on. And he's paying the cost for the choices that he made, and that's fleeing from God. Do you know it can and will have the same consequences in your life as well? If that's your choice, dire consequences that can and many times will take you on a downward course. Please understand fleeing from God.
caused Jonah to run further than he wanted to go, took him places he didn't want to stay, and is costing him more than he wants to pay. Same fate awaits us if we decide to flee from God. In the text, we see Jonah's fate, his steps to where he now finds himself, seven steps down to the bottom of the sea, down to Joppa, down on a ship, down below the deck on a ship, down into the water, down into the great fish's mouth, down into his stomach, and now down to the bottom of the sea. Jonah's life in a downward spiral. We can see that fleeing from God is never a good thing. Jonah now finds himself in the belly of a great fish, being held captive due to his choices to flee from God. You too could find yourself in the belly of what holds you captive. The belly of a fish's mouth and at the bottom of the sea is a parable of being held captive and under control of something you can't escape or get out of. There are important lessons for us to learn from Jonah in his fleeing faith. Fleeing from God is never a good thing, and many times it will land you in a mess, taking us places we don't want to go, keeping us there longer than we want to stay, and costing us more than you want to pay. The fleet-footed Jonah, realizing now he has nowhere else to run, nowhere to hide, no lower to go, looks up to where his help comes from. He now decides to look up and pray to God for help and deliverance from a situation of his own doing. Scripture says from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me from the depths of the grave. I called for help and you listened to my cry when my life was ebbing away. I remembered you, Lord, and my prayers rose to your holy temple. Jonah 2, 1 through 2, as well as verse 7. In a bad situation, Jonah prayed to God. Aren't you glad you serve a God that hears your prayers? And if you are, I ask this question. Why is it that people wait until they're in a calamity? All hell is breaking loose in their lives. Or they find themselves in the belly of a fish before they call out to God in prayer. Jonah's in a situation of his own doing. But in his distress, we see he calls out to God. I'm so glad that we serve a God that doesn't flee from us when we're in a bad situation of our own making, even when we've fled from him. Jonah has prayed to God, and the text says, And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land, as Jonah 1 and 10. We learn through the text that God hears and answers the prayers of his people when they come to him in repentance. And not only did he have the fish vomit Jonah onto dry land, but scripture tells us the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time to go to the great city of Nimina and proclaim it to the message I give you. And Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nimina. That's Jonah 3, 1 through 3. God gave Jonah a second chance to obey his first request, assignment and command. Aren't you glad we serve a God of second chances and who doesn't always judge us on our initial responses or actions to his assignments or request of us. Understand this, disobedience took Jonah down. Prayer brought him back up, but grace gave him a second chance and obedience allowed him to do the work God had asked him to do in the first place. And that was to go preach to the city of Nineveh. And Jonah did just that. And scripture says, when God saw what they did, the city of Nineveh, and how they turned their evil ways he had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction he had threatened. That's Jonah 3 and 10. 
Jonah's obedience in doing what God had asked him to do helped save the city and the people of Nineveh. The story of Jonah teaches us that fleeing faith takes us places we don't want to go, keeps us longer than we want to stay, and costs us more than we want to pay. Listening to God in the first place can and will save you from lots of calamity, headaches, and heartaches. But when we are obedient, it allows God to use us in a great way. In this instance, to save the lives of the people of Nineveh. Jonah started out fleeing the wrong way, but finished up heading in the right direction after God gave him a second chance. Jonah finished strong, preaching to the people of Nineveh and saving the city from destruction. Fleeing faith is never a good thing for you to partake in. But remember, it's not where you start in your faith walk. It's where you finish in it. We've seen so far at least three, Rahab, Samson, and now Jonah, all needed a second chance to do the will of God. We should be encouraged that if God was willing and able to give them a second chance, and Scripture tells us God is no respect of persons and shows no favoritism, he will definitely do the same for you and me. We can now add the fleeing faith of Jonah to our gumbo pot. Amen? As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day, and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.